Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. We are joined by Ava Pemper, the founder and winemaker from EP Wines. Hello. Hi, Catherine. How is it going? Very well, thank you. So listen, Ava, tell us who is Ava Pemper? Um, today, uh, Ava Pemper is, as you already mentioned, a founder and winemaker of the EP Wines Limited, which is um, a little wine company in Marlborough, New Zealand and also uh, owner of Ava Pemper wine brand. Um, but Ava Pemper used to be just a um, creation girl, I guess, that came to New Zealand eight years ago and kind of just following her dream to one day be able to start this company and the wine brand. Um, so that's, that's kind of the journey um, that started of Ava. And so tell us about your original call to adventure to launching the brand. Well, that's been my idea for, for a long time. Um, I always kind of wanted to do that. Um, and it all pretty much comes from the actual um, family who did start a wine brand in the early 80s in Croatia. And um, due to a few sad circumstances that happened, um, that doesn't exist there anymore. So it was always somewhere inside me that I wanted to continue that family legacy um, after I finished my study um, and when I came to New Zealand um, was also involved in wine industry um, basically always looking for an opportunity to be able to do this and then finally yes last year uh, I got an opportunity to yeah make some of my own wine and uh, start my own wine brand so it's really really early start of of this dream uh, but yeah, the call definitely comes from from the, wanting to continue the family legacy and continue the name and just continue what my mom and dad started. So that's that's where it all comes from. And I was just saying before when we spoke how exciting it is to have a female winemaker in Marlborough. And you said actually there are quite a few. Tell me about. Tell me about women. Yeah, it's actually quite fantastic in New Zealand. Um, there is there is a big, big percentage of women winemakers um, in New Zealand wine industry. I think probably because I come from Europe and it's quite a male-dominated um, job position, I would say, there. And because it's owned by a lot of little, little wineries, uh, it's usually kind of continued from, um, you know, from father to a son, um, the, the situation in New Zealand is definitely different. Um, and it's really fantastic to see all these ladies, you know, uh, doing what they want to do. And they're so great at that as well. They've got so much passion. And basically, there is also this really great woman in wine uh, organization under New Zealand Wine Growers, which is kind of getting together all women 
and just trying to share your stories and how did you, you know, decide, why did you decide to do this? And it's, it's just a fantastic community, definitely. Um, and I'm really lucky to be a part of it. And it's just really, really some really amazing ladies out there doing such awesome things. And definitely um, I'm always proud to say that I'm a part of, you know, Woman in Wine in New Zealand. Awesome. And I'm sure on your journey to achieve the goals and having the impact that you are now in the local, uh, local, I'm sure national and international markets, what are some of the trials and tribulations been that you have experienced on the road to achieve those goals? Yeah, and it's have just, I guess, it's, it's hard to because I had, I had to work, study at the same time as well here in New Zealand. So just finding time to do everything that you want to do and just, just learn so much, uh, it's really challenging. Um, I guess the time management t- to be able to do that uh, for me as well because I came to a completely new new country I had to learn everything about the culture and mentality and people and try to you know uh, learn as much as I can just from from local communities Um, it's been it's been hard but it's also been easy because people have been so phenomenal and uh, accepting and just offering help and um, I guess my lucky thing about it is because I always felt like New Zealand was my second home so that kind of made those you know hard things a bit easier uh, and I just I guess also because you you are in touch with so many different people you need to it's hard to just be true to yourself and just believe in what you had at the start because obviously you're going to come across people with a lot of different things that might kind of uh, lead you to another direction or what you wanted to do which is always positive um, it doesn't necessarily need to be negative but it's just like just trying to you know stay on track um of what you want to do while you're being overwhelmed with so much new stuff um so i guess that that's for me been and kind of just setting myself up in a completely different uh surrounding um to be able to you know start my own company so um yeah i guess those were definitely the some of the trials and tribulations i have for sure you mentioned before about some of the cultural learnings when you first came to New Zealand. What have been some of the most inter- interesting things that you have learnt about the New Zealand uh, very culture? Very interesting. It's, it's, just, it's been very interesting to learn actually how, you know, the way people are more relaxed. You know, everyone always says Kiwis are way more relaxed. And I have actually really found that, you know, she'll be fine as the phrase <laughs> which for me has been so fantastic because I feel like people are less stressed here because it's always kind of like trying to find different ways of solving a problem um, and that's been really 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 fantastic I've just noticed that from the start and I've really really enjoyed uh, you know when I go back to Europe for example in a little bit of that kind of like a rushed society more and it's just like all the time something's on something's on something's on I'm so used to now having you know this kind of you know way more there is stress of course with work and everything but it's just the whole country kind of you know deals with things in in a bit of a different way yeah definitely experience the same thing from moving from Sydney to rural New Zealand there is definitely uh, a different pace. Yeah, exactly. I and I would I wouldn't change it for anything, so, that's for sure. Likewise. So the words bravery and courage are two leading traits of entrepreneurs. Mm. 
How have they played a part in your experiences? Well, in my experiences, I would probably use those as probably, I would say, one of my two main pillars of the actual success and where I am today and what's kind of like pushing me to go forward because because of the fact that obviously um you know I had to find so much uh, so much courage in me to be able to you know leave my life and leave my family and leave everything back in Croatia and just kind of um start this journey and come to New Zealand where I knew nothing and no one and I only had like a three-month job and I didn't know what I'm you know I had no money no nothing so basically I think there was definitely the main thing that I had to have to be able to be here where I am today Um, and basically through all of my things that happened in my career I always kind of I'm a person that believes in if you know if you close one door the other ones will open but the thing is you have to have that courage and bravery to close those doors and look for those other opportunities and challenges so I do think that those things definitely have been so important um, in all my experiences, you know, from the moment I came here till, you know, running my company now. So thinking about the word purpose and really, you know, the the driving force behind purpose and underpinning (laughs) everything that you do and how you step forward with courage and bravery, what does that word mean to you, whether that be personally or whether that be in your business? Well, that probably means for me, if I'm doing something and I want that thing to have a purpose, it has to feel right. It has to feel right, either what you said personally or in business. And also it has to have an end goal that is going to make people happy, if you know what I mean. Like then it kind of has a purpose for me that I've actually it felt right me doing this. I had that end goal that I've achieved. And also, you know, I made some people happy or, you know, it just fulfilled what I wanted that thing to do. So I kind of see purpose as that. And so thinking about some of your daily rituals and routines between uh, your winemaking, winemaking duties, what helps you to make you the best version of yourself that you just can't live without? Uh, I can't live without my calendar. <laughs> That's for sure. I think <laughs> planning and organization is definitely something um, and time management that is crucial for me because having another casual job and running my own company and also like trying to just do all the other things in life that make me happy that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with work I think you have to be really really organized and just just keeping my word if I say that I'm going to go and see someone or I'm going to do this meeting and things like that I just kind of like to do that and in order to do that I need to be you know, planned and organized. And I guess as well with the best version of myself that I see myself as, as a businesswoman, I, I always need to just find time to check in with my friends and my family and, you know, see how they're going. Um, and that really, really comes into my daily rituals because obviously the time difference, I get messages in the night from my friends and family back home and then in the morning that's my first daily ritual is I look at my messages and I reply to all my messages you know to my friends and family and this is how my day starts and then I can go and do other things so I guess that kind of helps me to um, 
be involved in in everyone's lives because at the end of the day if you don't check in with your friends and family all these other things you know probably you know will come second for me but I need to do that yeah And so thinking about this time and we feel a little bit more secluded from what's going on around the world today, but obviously coming through this period which has shown dramatic change in everyone's lives, how did you use that time of change to create new opportunities? Um, yeah, I've tried to assess my business um, in a bit of a different way, obviously, um, in terms of the strategy that I had to run my business that was started just a couple of months before the COVID-19 situation. Um, um, I had to really see what's going to be the best way to um, kind of continue setting up the business to maybe not be affected by those things. And basically I learned quite a lot. I started using any possible support that's out there um, in terms of uh, business advice or workshops, webinars, whatever, to kind of learn a lot about other side of the business, which I wasn't really, wasn't really my thing because, um, you know, as a winemaker, I obviously didn't really know much about marketing or sales or, you know, customer service and all these kind of things. So um, this is, and, and that definitely helped me to create new opportunities because that involved a lot of networking and meeting a lot of different people and just learning from their experiences and how they are dealing with the, the, the COVID-19 situation that then helped me to kind of reflect that into my business as well. Uh, but also I've tried to embrace more of that, you know, digital world that we all have to accept at the moment because this is how things are, you know, world has changed and I don't think it's ever going to go back to normal. So kind of just accepting the possibility of, you know, putting yourself out there on social media and in digital way and trying to explain people your story and your journey through those kind of platforms. So I've tried to learn as much as I can about that. And um, yeah, just at the moment, I'm building my uh, e-commerce website as well. Um, and just kind of having that opportunity to be able to give people my story through some of those platforms. If I can't actually see them, um, they can just go and yeah, just kind of like see what I'm doing. So yeah, learned a lot definitely and just used as much support that I could in New Zealand, which has been fantastic. So thinking about all of those things that you have learned and gathered and been, been open-minded to, how can you use all of those elements to really create impact for you and for your business over the next 12 yes, months? Yes, well, definitely uh, I've tried to make a bit of a plan through other people's experiences and kind of like test my business, um, test my business in a different ways. I've because it's a new business and I don't have staff. Probably I was more uh, more adjustable and more flexible to accepting some of those things that you know I've heard from other people and other experiences, and that have definitely really helped me to, I guess, set up a business that's gonna really be run through some really good I don't know softwares, uh, whether that's accounting or whether that's websites or whatever. And I think in that way that's. I've really, um, through all the notes and records that I have from all these webinars as well and things like that, I really try to use as much of that information to put into my business and see what works and then continue doing what works but kind of don't do what doesn't work for me. So um, I was lucky in that way, I guess, as well because um, I was quite flexible. 
So as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as a winemaker, what is something that you are super passionate about that you would like to call for action from our entrepreneurial women with purpose? Well, community? I'm definitely um, I'm very passionate about about people and communication and just sharing your story. Um, I think that is so crucial uh, in any side of the business or you as a person is to be able to kind of connect with people, um, sharing a story. And my brand kind of is is all about that and um definitely uh for the entrepreneurial women with purpose community um i'm just you know if someone wants to reach out and you know message me or text me anytime or just wants to chat and just you know i'm I'm always there to talk to anyone or just share my experience in you know setting my business up or what i was doing as a winemaker or just just a normal you know normal day-to-day chat um yeah definitely um happy to anytime connect with anyone yeah i think that's a really crucial part of what we're doing with entrepreneurial women's purpose it's really where it started was about supporting uh, women and to give them a platform to share their story. So thank you, Ava Pemba, for sharing your story with entrepreneurs. No problem. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my story. Just like the founding origins of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose, Rind was born and bred in Marlborough, New Zealand, and has the values of locally made goodness, no mass production, hand-picked fabrics, and most importantly, functional yet stylish designs sewn into the brand DNA. Although a fashion business was never part of the plan for founder Hayley Rind, she now finds time to balance her love of being farmside and designing active and athleisure wear. Good health and well-being are top priorities for Rind and entrepreneur women with purpose, which makes us a perfect brand fit. Rind is a founding sponsor of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Check out rind.nz.